Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Go scamper out there and do your thing. Have some joy. Paula. God, you bitch. What the fuck did you do? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. It is the ugly truth. It is episode one sixty two. Hey, that was almost like that was beautiful. That was like synced. It was beautiful. I loved it. Yes, Paula is back from her uh, fight of the scourge in her home. I assume that the children are up and off, scampering off to school and doing their thing. And you are finally recovered from the they germs. They are now that we have a new and improved thermometer. Can I tell you this, Jamie? That <laughs> yes. the kids were out of school for a whole week, Ugh. and we had this this weird fever thing. It was, hmm. you know, nobody really had any other symptoms. You know, some body aches, maybe the occasional upset stomach. Hmm. Olivia got a little congested, but. By Friday, we took them to the doctor, and the doctor took their temperature. They were all normal, which was weird because we had been taking their temperature all week. They had low-grade fevers, but he said, you know, there was a virus going around with, you know, body aches, fever, and, you know, it could last up to a week. And so he wrote us the doctor's note. Everything was fine. Good. Brought them home, took their temperatures again, still low-grade fever. And we're like, what the heck is going on? Hmm. So Victor went to the store. Bought a new thermometer, came home, took everyone's temperature. Everyone was fine. And so we're like, oh, all right, no. everyone take your temperature with the old thermometer. <laughs> took the temperature with the old thermometer. Lo and behold, everyone had fevers. And so we awesome. got a warm cup of water, took the temperatures. Our old thermometer was running 0.7 degrees hotter than the new thermometer. Do and thermometers go bad? I'd never heard that in my life. If they went bad, why would they run hotter? Right. And so I'm just like, are you kidding me? So I'm like, all week we've been running 0.7 degrees hotter. Hotter? Now, (laughs) the good news is the kids at some point were running like 100 degrees so, okay, so they, they were warm. They did have fevers okay. at some point, mm. but I don't know. They had fevers enough of the week to actually constitute them being whole home week out of school. the whole week. I was so pissed off <laughs> when I found that out. I'm like, you fucking thermometer. I'm like, you throw really? it across the room and break it. We gave it to Olivia. She wanted to play with it. So is it a digi a digital? They all are now. I oh. mean, oh, they don't not, do the mercury ones anymore. I don't even know if you can buy them. Maybe at one of those surplus stores where they have like the walkers <laughs> with tennis balls. And... I remember, remember when the big thing was those strips that you would put on a kid's forehead. Remember oh, those? Yeah. And they looked like fish tanks. Yeah, they look like the fish tank temperature <laughs> monitor things. Yes. Those things I, never worked. I never ever could get in get on board with those products because I'm like, this is you know, what if your kid was really, really ill and you're like, Okay, get the strip and it's like, No. 
<laughs> Don't do it. We bought when Ryan was a newborn. I registered for one of the ear ones. Yeah. But those things, they just, unless you know what you're doing. Yes. Because you have to like bounce it just right in like Doctors the, do it. the ear hole, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. really know. It, what if they have wax or something? I don't know how accurate those well, are. Um, they just don't really work. And then when you read the box, it says like not recommended for kids younger than like six months or something oh, like that. So I'm just, when they're babies, you really have to do, you know, the anal. one. Yeah. You have to do the it's anal just, one. It's so unpleasant. But fortunately, know? the little silver tip is small. You so. know what? It's no wonder why no one, no women or no anyone likes butt anything. You've been conditioned to hate it since you were a child. It's just awful. Although I don't really remember any of my kids really hating the thermometer because, I mean, yeah. it's it's just so, like, you, I mean, if you put enough Vaseline on it. True. And you just, like, lightly just glide it in there. And they're so fast. I mean, remember yeah, that's the, true. Remember the Mercury's glass ones? Are, they're the those, best. Those things took forever, though. Oh, well, those did, yes. God. You, you know had to leave thinking. those things in there for five minutes. Trying to put I, those in true. a baby and that like tr- let oh, their God. sit in there for five minutes. They're kicking their legs everywhere. And... Well, how many times do they poop? <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's the thing. You put it in their little bottom, and then so they have a bowel like, movement. Oh, I've got a, I've got diarrhea because I'm I'm sick already. So that stuff's hot. I re- oh God, I remember when Natalie was. She was the only one out of the four of them, but Natalie had the worst habit of biting the thermometer Ooh, you got to be careful because that stuff could shatter put it under your tongue and just let it rest you don't have to clinch on it i'm holding it so you don't have to worry about it and so she put it under her tongue and she'd be like (coughs) and i'm like okay i don't want to have this power struggle with you because i can't have you dying of mercury poison (laughs) right so just chill i promise we'll make this quick and those things weren't easy to read either no you had to like they're like meat thermometers i I hate those things oh my god well, I'm glad I'm glad everyone's recovered Please. and we're we're everyone's, back on the road. Everyone's fine. We're fine. Speaking of fever, some friends of ours had a baby earlier this year in a, a actually like a Valentine's Day baby. It was yeah. like right around that time. And so I had actually been specifically not getting in touch with her because, you know, this was their second child and as you and I have discussed before, once you add a second baby to the mix, Everything changes. It's never, it's not sweet and cuddly and quiet time any longer. Now you've got a younger toddler who is demanding your attention. Everything's a mess. You feel like crap. You're not sleeping. They had, I think they had, what, a two or three year old? Yes. And they have a toddler. So, I mean, my gosh, talk about having your hands full. Yes. And so, and I think the dad said that she was being quite difficult initially it happens you know you can only tell them they can be your helper for so many times before you go you know what you're you're pressing too hard on the baby you need to go go play with your toys go read a book or watch television (laughs) you know so a couple of weeks ago i messaged her and i said hey you know i was just wondering daryl and i would love to see the baby and see your you see your other little baby and you know your her mom was visiting and i said it'd be really fun before she went back to work to come over and say hi and she was like, oh, my God, yes, absolutely. Now, once I get the yes, I'm like running to Carter's because I want <laughs> I love buying baby girl clothes specifically. Right. So I walk into Carter's and I'm just like, it's the most wonderful. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be like I told Daryl, I said, when we have the first grandchildren, hopefully forever from now. But when we do, it's going to be so fun. Like oh they're going to be so spoiled. You're going to be like that scene in Juno where she walks in and the whole <laughs> living room is just covered Full, in baby things. Right. Be like, wow, 
looks like we uh, had a little bit of a party here today. <laughs> so I, you know, I just bought her a few summer things because when they had their first baby, it was winter. And I'm like, oh, how exciting, because then I'll just get summer clothes and then they'll have a, a wardrobe if they ever have another one. So I got a few cute little dresses and things like that. Nothing. I always try to buy something that a mother would never buy for themselves because it's not practical. Sure. That's the whole point of buying these really fancy little dresses that they'll take their picture in once, and that's kind of the end of it. So we did that. So we get over there. We brought them dinner too because we didn't want them to feel like they had to host us. Oh, that's so we bought nice. like just sandwiches and stuff. And so we get over there, and the baby has just woken up. Oh. So we walk in the door, and I of course do the obligatory hello and I love on their toddler immediately because you know I don't want them to think I'm ignoring. And so I walk right up. She goes, "Oh no, I'm giving the baby to Jamie." <laughs> <laughs> walk in the door, and she hands me the baby. She is the cute. She's got the perfectly round head. You know how some babies just have that perfectly round head. Yes, our babies do actually. And then she just she's bald, but not really. So she's got like this little layer of baby fuzz. Okay. Big blue eyes. And I'm holding her and I'm holding her in my hands and I'm looking down at her like I'm sitting. She's on my knees, you know, like on my lap, like I'm laying on, like she's laying down and I'm looking at her. I'm like, well, hello. It's so nice to meet you. And she starts smiling and cooing and laughing at me. Oh my God. I was like, I love you so much. You're the loveliest (laughs) child ever. And Daryl's like, oh my God. I almost started crying. Then and but when she smiles, she has dimples. Oh my god! Polly, your uterus would have literally flown out of your body. You would have been like seeking sperm immediately. <laughs> like Jeez, let's have another baby immediately. How cute. She was a doll. Oh my gosh! And so I held her almost the whole time until she started getting hungry. Of course. And so, you know, mom mom feeds the baby and, you know, big sister is helping. And, you know, of course, you when you show up with gifts for the baby, you've got to have a little something for the sister. Because if you don't right. do that, you know, so I got her a little bubble, polite. like bubbles. So yeah. and then I got mommy Starbucks gift card. <laughs> oh, she just, she's a nurse. They like live on that stuff. Sure. So is she back to work already? Or? She was. Yes, she had. She had just gone back when we came over to visit. So she was kind of on a night schedule because she works nights. But it was so fun to hold a baby because I I said, I don't know anyone anymore who has babies because. Yeah, really? It's kind of it's kind of out of your age bracket. Well, now. yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. Do you have any friends having babies? Not that I'm aware of. No. No. You kind of age out of the time period when all of your BFFs are having babies and then you forget. And that's when you start wanting kittens and puppies all the time. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Pretty much in my age range, we're all doing like t-ball and school plays and things like that. Yeah. Where everybody's grubby and yelly and loud. Everyone kind of smells. Yeah. They're all kind of dirty all the time. And you're like constantly, you're always sighing a lot. Yeah. There's. Doing a lot of laundry, a lot of back aches, and you know. You know what I feel like I'm doing a lot of? I feel like all I ever do is cook. I'm so sick of cooking and trying to come up with food ideas. Yeah. I'm just sick of it. I go through phases like that, too, especially when you're cooking every day. You get burned out. Like last night, I'm just like, I don't want to think of a single thing to cook tonight. I am ordering pizza. I just don't want to deal with it. Usually that comes, well, it came early because usually like it's Thursday. And usually this would be the day where I go, I don't even want to think about going into that kitchen. And so we'll do takeout. But yesterday, it has been seriously, I mean, I know you've had a week with the with the illness and stuff, but it has been insane. So yeah, usually I'm like, no more cooking. And of course, you know, if I leave it up to to the child or the children, it's burgers or pizza. And I can't, I can't do it. It's just crap. 
Well, it's just the weeks run together they and do. I've like I've had like good creative ideas, but after a while I'm like I feel like I'm just cooking the same things over and over and over again and I'm just yeah. like I'm sick of cooking them and everything takes no matter even though it seems like it's simple, everything takes 45 minutes to an oh, hour. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sick of it. And <laughs> the problem yeah. with that is even before I can start cooking, I have to do the dishes. You have to clean. And I'm just like I don't It's an hour and a half. It basically is an hour and a half to do anything. And I'm like, I don't want to do... And this is probably coming off the coattails of sitting there for an hour helping Olivia do her homework, which is another Uh, task on its own. It's brutal. And this is after, you know, picking them up from school. And so I'm just... their snack. You know, I'm just... It's exhausting. It is exhausting. I know I sound like I'm complaining. No. And I am. Yes. But I'm just like, this... This is all backbreaking labor to me. <laughs> oh, and you know what? That's funny that you say that. This last weekend, we have been neglecting our yards. And the problem, and you you kind of understand because when you live in a little subdivision and everybody's out every Saturday morning mowing the yeah. lawn. Oh, yeah. Well, here, everybody here is older, mostly retired. And so every Saturday morning, the Mexicans come and do all the yard oh, work. Oh, I was for gonna everyone. say, doesn't anybody have landscapers? Oh yes. Okay. We have a couple. We have a landscaping couple. The man and the, his wife and his the husband and wife come, and they have a very uh, significant equipment setup where they can do everything. The problem is, there's only two of them, and it takes all day. It feels like it takes all day. Not always, but. So they're here, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 9 a.m. every Saturday. Well, we don't do that. <laughs> you know, we, we're capable, and we really just, you know, we don't. We tried to ask them about sprinklers once, and they literally, like, ran away because oh. they just didn't want to deal with it. So we're like, all right, never mind. And so we've been neglecting our front yard. And the thing with, with places with subdivisions like this, nobody's going to say anything to you, but you definitely start getting the, hello, Mm-hmm. Hi. You know, because they know they're like, you gotta mow your lawn, man. You'll you'll just end up in the newsletter. <laughs> yeah, you'll exactly you'll be in the HOA minutes going. They'll you know, be like, really, by the way, uh, we really need to keep up with our yard. Blah blah everyone. blah 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 blah. Clover Lane needs to <laughs> mow their lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time to trim the bushes. <laughs> so I said we've got to I, I go, I can't walk by these people any longer with them doing the half wave like <laughs> while we're out there while they're weeding. You know, we need to do something. So we went out there and it was significant. You know, there was a lot of bushes to trim. There was a lot of raking to do. And I'm not into labor. I'm not into it. I hate yard work a lot. A lot. I mean, I'll work in like my garden or I'll, you know, like plant flowers and things. But as far as, you know... The, the heavy duty stuff that's not my that's not my bag it is not and so it, we were out there for about 15 minutes and I'm pushing a, <laughs> I'm pushing a rake around and I turned to Daryl and I said have I ever told you that I don't like doing yard work he goes well you've mentioned it once or twice today and why I'm don't like, you oh. just hire the little Mexican couple they'll probably charge you like ten dollars a week I don't know. You know what? I I don't. I think strangely, Daryl finds joy in it. So I think that's why he doesn't want to do it. Because I've asked. Well, he needs to be joyful every other weekend, right? <laughs> I know. I agree. <laughs> Go scamper out there and do your thing. Have some joy. Yeah. So I'm. I'm like, oh, God. And then I'm. So then I'm sweating. Now I'm sweaty. I feel hot. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? I, I no longer find this fun. I don't want to bond with you on this. And so then I find, I'm like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get something. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the house, wandering around, going, oh, 
I need water. You should I have just, just said, I'm going to start on the backyard. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to unload the dishwasher. And then suddenly I'm at the computer. What? I was just checking <laughs> something. I just was looking up how to trim this bush. Yeah, I was just wondering. Making sure we're doing it right. <laughs> I'm the worst. I am the worst when it comes to doing yard work. I hate it so bad. Well, I hate like it. yard work, but. I, I hate raking up clippings and I, stuff. I, Ugh. I hate the sound the rake makes dragging on the ground. That Ugh. bothers me. And I hate our push broom. We have a push broom. I'm like, I go, I don't Why do our- you have to do all that stuff? Well, because he was like cutting the tops of these eight foot tall bushes. That's that- the easy part. Well, I did the sides and that was fun. But he was doing the top, the high part where he had to get on a ladder and stuff. And so I'm pushing some leaves and he goes and I said, hey, this push broom's not working. He goes, well, you have to push it. Well, harder. And I said, I am pushing it harder. This isn't working. You know what? That all sounds like a one man job. I don't Thank see you. why you have to do both of it. I mean, I was just trying to be nice initially. And then I lost interest very quickly. Like, When did I become the janitor in this situation? Yeah, I'm over it. I'm so over it. Like, I think you can handle all of this. I'm just going to go inside. Yeah, which is ultimately what ended up happening. That so, would have been my sentiments. Actually, but. what ended up happening is I started to try to bring the dogs out front. <laughs> so I'm like, I need some company. So you so can I, chase them around. So I'm like, come on, Sunny, come on out. You're <laughs> creating a diversion. Daryl's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? I thought it'd be nice to have them out front. He's like, oh my God, I created a circus. And the next thing you know, Daryl's got Bodega and he's freaking out. And it's like, it's be- we've completely been diverted. We're no longer doing yard work. Now we're dealing with animals. Malia comes out. She's like, oh, well, I'll walk the dogs. So now it's become an, a, an absolute circus in the front yard with weeds everywhere everywhere it was so funny and i'm like oh this is all my doing you're ridiculous i know it was hilarious though it was really funny so anyway speaking of hilarious i must hear now i did hear about this horrible accident that happened over by you i always look at the photos to make sure it's not your car no it's not my car never and then i did and it wasn't until everything had been restored back to normal that i heard that over like a hundred thousand or fourteen thousand people were out of power. So what happened? So I don't know what day it was, but it was. What happened was, is I picked the kids up from school. We came home, and they decided they wanted to go swimming. So it had to have been earlier this week. And mm-hmm. so I took them swimming, and I'm like, all right, come on, guys. We've got to go inside. We've got to start your homework. So it was during the weekday. And okay. so we go inside. They're drying off. And I'm sitting on the couch, and then all of a sudden... You know that notorious, like, do when the power goes out. Yes. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm like, the power went out. And so I go outside because I live in an apartment complex. And so I go outside just to see if it to make sure is it just us or, Mm -hmm. you know, other people. So as soon as I go outside, you see, you know, all of the little, other little neighbors trickling out. And everyone's oh. kind of like, oh, okay. You know, so we're like, are so you not out? just me? Yeah. Yeah. And so then I didn't I pay my up. smud bill. So it's not me. <laughs> yeah, right? So they were making sure like, yeah, you know, did anybody else not pay their bill or what's yeah, going on? Is it all of us? And so we're like, oh, okay. Everyone's out. So one of my friends, she has a landline, which, mm. you know, nobody has anymore. But right. she's just like, well, I'm going to call smud and see, you know, how bad it is. I'm like, Okay. I look at my phone and I was going to call Victor to let him know, like, oh, the power's out. So I go to dial Victor's number and I hit send and then it goes beep, beep, no mobile what? service. And Whoa. I'm like, no mobile service. I'm like, what? I'm like, all, did weird. I not pay that bill? I'm like, what the <laughs> heck? I'm like, that's bizarre. And so mm. I'm just like, and so I'm looking at my bars and it says just X. It has <gasps> a big X on it. That's weird. And so I'm just thinking, 
well, maybe. So I turned my phone off and I turned it back on thinking maybe it got, you know, reset or something because right. of like the, because it's, connect, it's connected to the Wi-Fi and right. I'm like, maybe it was like all, you know, mm-hmm. jacked up or something. I don't know. You know, I don't know how technology works. And right. So I just did that. So turned it back on and same thing, you know, hmm. when it came back on, no, no mobile network service. So I go back outside and I tell the kids, I'm like, well, you know, dry off, put your clothes on the best you can and I'll be right back. Yeah. And I said, keep everything shut, though. Don't open the fridge or anything like that. Because, you know, I don't want anything to get warm. So I go back outside and some more neighbors have gathered together because we're a pretty close knit complex. Right. It's a small it's a small complex. But we're all pretty good friends. And so I go over to where the group is and I said, hey, I'm like. Does anybody have cell phone service? And they're like at me and they're like, you don't have cell phone service either? And I'm just like, no, I don't. And they're like, what carrier do you have? And I'm like, I have Verizon. And they're like, oh, that's so weird. They're like, we have T-Mobile. And someone's like, well, I have AT&T. And no one had service. And no one had cell phone service. That is crazy. And so someone's like, well, I have a mobile hotspot that's working. They're like, you can use my phone if you need to. By this point, I'm getting kind of freaked out. Because, yeah, you're thinking, uh-oh, civil emergency. Because, I mean, wouldn't you be a little freaked out if you, yeah. if the power had gone out and no one had cell phone service? Yeah, because you don't expect those to be connected because it's, a, it's usually like a satellite or something yeah, where you get it. And especially everyone had different carriers, different carriers too. And I'm right? thinking, okay, well, this is kind of weird. Yeah. So I called Victor and it rang, 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 and he didn't answer. Uh oh. And so now I'm getting like really worried. You're like, and, what happened? And he's at work and, you know, he's in the, the army. Right. And so he didn't answer. So I'm thinking, oh my God. I'm like, what if something major is going on? And mm. so I left him a message letting him know that I had no cell phone service, that the power was out. And my phone literally was like on 10% battery. Oh, shoot. You couldn't even charge it. Well, I ended up going. So it's, you sit in the car. I ended up going into the car. Yeah. Your car started, so, right? Yeah, my car started fine. Phew, well, but, you never, um, I mean, come on. At this point, I'd be terrified if it didn't start. So everyone was kind of just like dumbfounded. And so the one person that had the hotspot, they called their brother who lives like, I would say, a good five miles away. It's still in Elk Grove, but it was, like, clear across town. Okay. And they're just like, hey, what's going on over there? He's like, oh, our power's out. And <gasps> so, so it felt like the whole world's power so was out. So <laughs> I was, and he's like, and he's like, and my, he's like, our cell phone's not working. He says, um, she's like, I know. She's like, that's why I called you on the house phone. And mm. so he's like, it's so weird. He's like, it went out, like, an hour or, like, a half an hour ago. And so now I'm just like, okay, this is really weird. And so what? So, so of course, you know, being your sister, I know that you were literally going to the darkest, deepest fears. <laughs> so I'm of thinking right now, I'm like, oh my god, I'm all they've nuked Los Angeles. <laughs> like <laughs> I thought for sure something terrible had happened, and I was just like waiting we're for like war. like war helicopters to come over, yeah. or you know, it's Independence I just, Day. I, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I'm like, or there's going to be like some black ship. I don't believe in aliens. But I mean, no, no, I was no, but like some invasion. I thought for sure, you know, and Victor's always talking to me about how, you know, let's be honest, 
the world is not in the best place right now, you know? Well, it never has been, but sometimes it feels a little bit more Trump, not not trumped up, I mean, a little more amped than than normal. <laughs> like, you know, North Korea is yes. into some shit. Iran is into some shit. You know, right. Russia is always into some shit. And yeah. we're always into something. The, the United States is a mess. And yeah. so well, I don't know about that. But yeah, I mean, it's and so it I'm, feels that way. So I'm thinking I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, he's right. I'm like, this is it. It's actually oh, happening. God. And so I was sitting there in my <gasps> yoga pants. I hadn't <laughs> I hadn't taken a shower. And I'm like, <laughs> This is this is how it's going to happen. And so I was talking to my neighbor and I'm like, we are so ill-equipped. I'm like, the kids are eating Oreos because I can't find anything. You know, I'm like, we're going to go sit in the car here in a little bit because the apartment's getting hot. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm completely out of gas. And mm. all the retailers were out of electricity. Yeah, so they, they so weren't even on backup generators. We couldn't really go get fast food or anything like that. Like, so you and I'm like, I could go to the bank, but I don't even know if the ATM would work. So now you literally know how long you would survive in an apocalyptic world. And so then I was thinking, I'm like, well, I guess I could just stay here and wait and hope the electricity came back on. But I'm like, I'm going to be like those people in Hurricane Katrina mm. that died in their attics waiting for help. <laughs> yes, it's true. After two and a half hours... The um, electricity came back on, it, and then it was another half an hour after that that cell phone service came back on. So it didn't even come back on right away. Wow. But as soon as the electricity came back on, I was able to get onto the internet, and I was able to see that someone mm-hmm. careened into this giant power pole. They did. That took out this huge amount of electricity huge. for like a crap ton of people i thought it said 140,000. it was a lot it had yeah. to have been a lot because it spread out a huge yeah huge it was like all of it it was yeah. a lot of people it was huge it was a big power outage but it just scared the shit out of me like it yeah. like it seriously rattled me it's later that evening i was outside with victor and it was dark and i'm like I was really not prepared. I was so <laughs> not prepared. I'm like, what if this had been something major? I'm like, what would I have done? And I so know. I told him, I'm like, I was this close to taking the kids and the dogs and driving to your work. I said, because I didn't oh, know what to do. I was wow. so scared. <laughs> well, I think the lesson learned is you probably need a couple mag lights. That's what batteries. I told Victor. I'm just like, I'm like, we need like a, a kit or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mom. So that way, you know, in the because he actually has a little generator. But he has it in the back of his car. And well, I'm just like, do I you can... any good. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, if I was thinking clearly, Jamie, when I was sitting in my car, I could have turned on the radio and listened <gasps> that there was nothing. You didn't even turn on the radio? We had the radio on, but it was just playing music. It didn't, even, I, it didn't I was, even appear to It didn't even occur to me to think, <laughs> to listen, that there was You're something like, going on. Olivia's oh just like, turn it on to the music. And I'm like, all right. You You're going to be like just, those people that run up to the hills and think that World War Three has occurred and you just live up there for 40 years. You come down and it's like, hey, what? We're Did you mall. see that movie with Alicia Silverstone <laughs> and Brendan Fraser where yes! his parents yes. lived in the bomb shelter for 30 years. And had no idea that nothing bad had happened. But just a plane had crashed on their house. Right. <laughs> That's going to be me. 
well, it's going to be not. me. You've got to have some sense. I mean, I'm grateful that I didn't drive all the way. Oh, I didn't Paul. drive 45 minutes that to have Victor's been a bad... work only to discover that a power or that someone drove into a power pole. But and that he didn't answer his phone because he was getting chicken. I don't know why he didn't answer. You know what his I'm saying? Phone, it's like he's like, well, I'm sorry, I was on the other line talking to a supervisor. I, I apologize for not answering your call. You know, because in my mind, I'm thinking, let's do it for our country. Country. Our country <laughs> is blue. <laughs> Your parents don't even gotta know about it. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> the Uggs know if you're gonna go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon Store. Here's Paula. Hi, Hugs. It's Paula. I wanted to tell you today about a great deal that Avon's having. I'm a super diehard fan of their face makeup products. Right now, you can buy a regular priced item and then you get a second item for just $2.99. For someone like me, for example, I can buy their extra lasting cream to powder foundation and then I can get the ideal flawless cream concealer for just $2.99. You should check it out for yourself. We'll be waiting for your order. Stay pretty, hugs. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at uglytruth.com shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. what okay this is so weird i was looking at our old outlines for the last few years because i was trying to see what did we talk about at this time period i was telling stephanie last week that this is kind of the time period where we're hitting summer and there's not a whole lot going on in our lives because we're kind of winding down school and you know there's just not a whole lot going on right now and sure enough the last few (laughs) the last episodes in this time slot during the last couple of years have been really like we're really grasping for subjects Oh, okay. So, like, we did one outline where we did, like, our favorite movies to quote one-liners from. We did? That, that was like, fun. That was literally a subject we did, like, in 2013. <laughs> because we just didn't have any, we had no material. We're like, well, we, we really like movies, so let's do that. And it, it I mean, obviously, it, we did it, and it was really funny. But it's just funny because I keep quoting all these 80s movies as you're t- telling me about your plate. <laughs> just made me laugh. I mean, that's fun, though. Overboard, Footloose, Grease 1 and 2. And you know what? Screw you people who hate Grease 2. I love Grease 2. Who hates Grease 2? A lot of people. And it's so dumb. It's like, it's campy and hilarious. The bowling alley scene. It's not meant to be compared to Grease 1. Not at all. It stands on its own shaky leg. That's right. I love, and I love Let's Do It For Our Country. I love Danucci. Loved it. All of it. Anyway, okay, so moving on really quickly, um, there was a few snippets of celebrity news that I thought you may or may not know. And, you know, because we're pretty active with our social media, I figured you you probably do, but I just thought I'd mention them to you just in case. Okay. So I have three items. The first one I'm pretty sure you know. Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez, we knew that they were having a baby because you talked about it, that right. she, she was pregnant again. Well, they had it already they literally she had been pregnant and the news came out that she was pregnant and she had the baby like three days later and nobody even knew like they said oh yeah we found out she was pregnant after she already had the baby so the baby was born like on may 9th or something what'd she have a girl another one another girl and uh i think ryan was quoted saying that he was overjoyed and delighted with his girl so what do you know what they named it no, we could probably Google it really quick. I I think it's something normal. 
actually like Rosalind or something. I don't know. It's like oh, one of okay. I think it's a grandma name, you know? Well, I mean, they had the last one was Esmeralda or something. Then like it that. probably is Rosalind. Um, so yes, but what was shocking, everybody was so shocked that no one knew she was even pregnant. I'm like, well, when you're not relevant, no one's following you and no one cares. Yeah, pretty much. And well, Ryan and especially... isn't seen with her ever. Like, they don't do anything. Like, he doesn't, he's never seen with her. Well, and especially when you're not super proud of the person you're with. You right. Know, you don't. I know. I don't, I don't understand. You know, like uh, Ryan Reynolds, when you're doting all over your wife all the time, mm-hmm. then that's, that's you know. Then we'll know immediately. But yeah. That's going to get you uh, on, on the covers of things. But <laughs> I feel like there's a difference between being evasive and being completely like no one cares. You know what I mean? It's like she walked around. There was one picture of her where she was holding this giant bag in front of her tummy and she was wearing a maxi dress. And like two days later, she had the baby. And she didn't obviously didn't look pregnant because no one could see. Um, it was a grainy photo, and I'm thinking, who did she? Who did? Who took this of her? Because there's been not even one photo of her anywhere doing anything for like a year at least. Well, I mean, I just get the sense, like I said, that you know Ryan Reynolds, he really doesn't. I don't think he really likes her that much. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan yeah. Gosling. I'm sorry. I yeah. just get the sense that he really doesn't like Eva Mendes that much, and so <laughs> you know, I mean, when are they ever? When are they ever seen together? Never. When is he ever like doting on her or proud of her and be like, yeah, that's my baby inside of her. And, you know, all these things. It's it's like never happens. I totally get the wanting privacy thing that I totally understand. But this is like more than that to me. It feels very odd. This is like I'm ashamed. It's like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Oh, you mean the booty call that just won't go away? Yeah, it's the best sex I've ever had. She just keeps getting pregnant. That's kind of what we're at, right? I don't even I don't think know. it's that. I think it's just like, well, I had one child with her already. I might as well be consistent. <laughs> well, that's someone who's completely thrown in the towel then. I think that's exactly what's happened to him. Oh, that's too funny. Anyway, so that was the first thing that I thought you should know, that they were successfully able to be uninteresting and they had another baby. Good for them. Yeah. The second one happened this morning. I am pretty, and you are too, we're pretty in tune with the celeb gossip world when it when it's big names. But for some reason, this came out today, and I think uh, some kind of uh, disreputable rag came out about this. But apparently, and I've heard the rumors that Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx are an item. Okay, I've heard that before. Yeah, it's been off and on, like for years, actually. It seems like the second that she was divorced from Tom Cruise, these rumors keep popping up about Jamie Foxx. I'm not opposed to that coupling, actually. He's, I think he's really great. He is great, but she's so freaking awkward, Jamie. God. Yeah, I know. Well, she's got, you know what? I saw a photo of her and she had a, she has very chiseled features. Like she has a really chiseled neck and her jawline is like, you could probably like cut stone with it. Her legs are like uh, awkward Barbie legs. Well, like, she's very tall and thin. Uh, I you know what? It's just a strange, strange. It's a, it's the match. Taylor Swift thing. You know, they're really tall and skinny, so they look great in clothes, and they do all the modeling and all of that stuff. But when you see them bare, you're like, God. You're like, Wow, eat a sandwich. She's got really. She has a really long femur. That's just <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, she does, and she likes to dance. <sighs> so we've seen videos of that. Yeah, I know. It's. It's un- it's uncomfortable. She's just, you know, she's just being her. She's just living her life. Um, but anyway, so the rumors popped today that apparently not only is she pregnant, they were getting married and the wedding's been called off. And I'm like, when did all Wait, of this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. And I said, so she's four months pregnant and the wedding was called off. When did all of this occur? And honestly, this is something you would think everyone would know about. 
Everyone. Uh, Four months pregnant with Jamie Foxx's baby. Was this a reliable source? It's it came from two different sources. Nobody's commenting. Nobody re- no agents or managers or whoever. No representation is commenting on anything and it could be one of two reasons. One, half of it's true. Two, it's so ridiculous that they're not even going to discuss it. So, I don't know if it gets legs and people continue to discuss it, someone will say something about something. The the best thing to do is to deny the marriage. Or the potential marriage, because that's ridiculous. But the pregnancy thing, I mean, I would be so shocked if that they, they were that surprising. Care. I mean, he's, like, older than me. <clears throat> well, that's I mean, what I was I'm like, he's old. Yeah, and he's got, like, adult children and stuff. So it would be strange to... And Katie Holmes isn't 20. No, she's, like, 35, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's an okay age It's considered... Nowadays, it's acceptable. But, I mean, still... Well, I think Suri's, like, 10 or 11 now. Is she Ryan's age? She's older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, you're right. You're right. So it would be very strange. But I thought I would mention it because, you know what? In a week from now, we could be like, oh, my God, she's pregnant and they're getting married. You know, you never know. You well, never especially know. for a couple that's never even acknowledged their relationship. They don't. They do not. And you know what? That's the difference between them and Eva Mendez and Ryan Gosling. What a weird <laughs> uh, situation that would be. I know. It would be odd. So, okay, so we'll, we'll just put a pin in it and we'll see what happens. The third and final one is absolutely not important in life, but I read it and rolled my eyes so hard that I thought I, I needed to share it with you. You know who Courtney Stodden is? I do. Okay. Did you hear that she's four weeks pregnant? <laughs> I did hear she was four <laughs> weeks pregnant. I have her I have her statement. She has a statement. It's a bittersweet time for me right now. I'm dealing with a lot of stress and emotions surrounding life and its ups and downs. Doug and I weren't planning on going public with this so soon. I'm only four weeks along in my pregnancy, but some things are just out of your control. And then she posted a photo on her Instagram of her boobs hanging out. (laughs) Well, what I heard, what I heard was, is that... Her mother knew and her mother leaked the information to Mm. the press. And so she was upset because she obviously wasn't intending on having this information out. And so she feels quite betrayed because Uh, (laughs) your mom of all people shouldn't be sharing that information. And so. Right. Except she's a publicity whore. She is, but she was pretty upset, I guess, because, you know, she's only four weeks and she's Well, just that's like, like not even worth noting. The whole thing is weird. It's awful. <laughs> it's really awful. I mean, how do you even know when you're four weeks along? You peed on a stick and you found out. I mean, you're, you're barely missed your period. I guess that's just they were obviously trying. Wow. I don't know. Anyway, so those are the three nuggets. I figured, you know, since we were talking about babies earlier today and all of that stuff, I would like to see what kind of parent she'll be in nine months. We'll see. So in other celebrity news, guess who's back home? Um, uh, who? Josh Duggar is back <gasps> home with Anna. What? Where did you read this? Is this new? This is on People.com. Josh Duggar is back in the home with Anna and the four children back in Arkansas. Interesting. When did this break? Today? I think so. He is back in the home with Anna. He is back to selling cars in Arkansas. (laughs) Okay. So apparently... 
the residents and everything says everything seems like it's all back to normal and he wow. uh, nobody is really phased by everything that's happened interesting you, you know it's all pretty consistent with what anna had said i guess i never watched their counting up or counting on or whatever i did, I did not i just have zero interest i had no interest in in Mm-mm. continuing or promoting their disgustingness but no None at all. Oh, by the way, not to, to completely switch subjects, we have any other information you want to share, but um, I was telling Stephanie last week that I'm, you know, Sister Wife started. Yeah, I've been watching it. Okay, so what did you think? Um, this There was this last episode where, you know, the two sisters moved out together and it didn't work out. They clearly don't like each other, so now they're moving out. And one is moving to Utah to work for some family friend's pawn shop. Yeah, and the other that. one's moving home. And she's not moving in with Christine. She's moving in with Robin. Yeah, that's weird. I was like, what? Why wouldn't you move in with Mary? She's got, like, five freaking empty rooms in that place. Because everybody hates Mary. I think you're right. But I'm like, Robin? You know... Th- the thing I didn't get about that whole, that whole, this is the thing I did. And maybe you and Stephanie talked about this, that, that? Cat, that catfishing episode. We actually didn't get into depth because Stephanie hadn't watched it yet. And I had, and you know, I'm so heartless when it comes to shit like that. It's, you know, but go on. This, this is the thing I didn't get about the catfishing episode when they were all talking about it. Yeah. Why did not a single person hold Mary responsible for anything that went on with that? They th- all yeah. took some sort of responsibility for the actions or having her feel neglected and or, or for what went down but right. no one actually said like god you bitch what the fuck did you do <laughs> well i think that they probably did do that at some point i mean we were only seeing edited stuff but it was funny because i was watching it going god i feel like i'm watching a broken record because she never ever admitted yes i had an emotional affair it doesn't matter if this person was real or not i was clearly looking for some way out because she said so. She even said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know when I'm leaving. I don't know if I'll be back, blah, blah, blah. Right. The only thing that stopped her was the fact that this person wasn't real. That it was a pretend person. And if this person had been real, she would have been gone. Exactly. And it, even if the person was not truly interested in being with her, she still would have left. You know? And so to me, I'm like, I don't know why they're not talking about that a little bit more. They've totally forgiven her for, you know, being lonely and, you know, seeking other things, you know, and Cody's sad little explanation of, well, I told her not to be friends with those people on social media. And I'm like, oh, shut up. You could give two shits what she's doing. So to me, it's like, like I told um, Stephanie last week, I said, I did a little research on polygamy and I know you have. And, you know, when when the wives get old, the husbands will basically send them on their way and they'll live in a little house on the property, but they're not the same wife in the marital sense anymore they kind of turn them out and that's really common and it's like mary's the first one and she's kind of turned out you know she's got to create her own life now she no longer has the traditional marriage that she so desperately wants but she also is afraid and you know the one thing i got from all of this is they they are so naive when it comes to the world they're so naive yeah they are and i think that's why i mean like they're so unwilling to believe that this person would ever even consider falling in love with someone else and leaving the the pack i don't understand why they would think that wouldn't happen you know, especially when you're so open and out there. And this kind of ties back to the Anna Duggar, mm-hmm. Josh Duggar thing. It's yeah. like these people, do they not think that 
I guess there's ever an option to be out of marriage. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it, it always is, but then they go, "Oh, I could, I could never do that. I'm, I'm married for, for eternity." You know, they. But it's same thing with like Anna. Like, right? What Josh did is so absolutely irreprehensible to me. Yeah. But Anna is. It seems to me like divorcing him is just not an option. I think she had a little wind of it initially, like because her gut instinct would be anybody's, which is, "I've got to get the hell out of here." And then, you know, I just think that Duggar family is super, super manipulative. And I think they have a lot of control over her finances and everything. And I think that sometimes that will keep someone in. Well, I think her family even pressured her to stay. Her brother, her one brother was like, come. But he's I think he's a little, you know. I think her Trashy. own parents pressured her. Her parents pressured her to stay for sure. But they're like poor like church mice. I mean, they have nothing. And she's got four children, you know. So when all is said and done, I mean, the Duggars do have money and she at least can take care of her kids. And I think that is a that could be a huge reason why she's staying. We don't even know. You know, we don't know. But you're right. It could be naivety. It could be like, well, this is what I was raised to do just because the going gets tough, you know. So, yes, it's a very, you know, children will always kick your ass for your choices later in life. And the Duggars and the brown people are no exception. It just is what it is, unfortunately, in this world. Interesting. Well, let's go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. have to have one (laughs) i do have one i was in the car during the apocalypse and i never turned on the radio no yeah that is that's a good one but um, go ahead since i haven't been on the show for a while it was probably like a week or so ago yeah we were having some like unseasonable weather for california where it was kind of hot but it was like also like thunderstorms yeah we don't usually get that kind of weather here in california it's either really sunny and warm Or when it's thunderstorms, it's cold. Right. And so we don't get the combination of warm and thunderstorms. That's just not usually our weather. That's Floridian Hawaiian weather. Funny you should say that because it was like, I want to say it was like 75 degrees, Mm. but it was like cloudy and thundery stormed rain. And so Victor and I and the kids were going somewhere and we were walking to the car but there was like a light breeze, like a like a light kind of cool breeze. And so mm-hmm. uh, we we're walking to the car and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm all, it's so gross out here. I'm like, it feels like Florida. <laughs> and so Victor's just like stops and he looks at me and he's like, Paula, I'm like, what? He's like, have you ever been to Florida? <laughs> and I'm just like, what does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. He says, he says, have you ever been to Florida? And I said, no, I've never been to Florida. Why? And I'm like, why? He says, this feels nothing like Florida. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, then what does it feel like? Educate me. I said, well, it should. And he says, why should it feel like Florida? I said, because I said it's warm. And like Florida would be warm. I said, but it's cloudy. 
like, you know, the Midwest kind of clouds. I said, but it's got a light breeze, like a light coastal breeze. Right. Like Florida would have. Yeah. So based on reasoning, it should feel like Florida. Right. He says, Paula, Florida is like swamp marshlands. He says it's swampy and and humid and and gross. He not says, in all places. He says this is not how Florida feels. Miami's not swampy. I've seen the photos. <laughs> he says this is how, he says this is like Oklahoma. And I said, this is not like Oklahoma. <laughs> and now you're arguing about weather. <laughs> and so he says, my point is, he's like. You, you've never been to Florida. You can't say this is how Florida feels. And I'm just like, it does, he's all, you can't say it feels like Florida. And I said, all right, fine. I said, my point is, and I'm like, why do you have to point this out? I'm just saying it feels gross out here. He's all, then say it feels gross out here. <laughs> so Ugly. Anyways, it was just ridiculous. But I mean, yes. he, had a, he had a valid point. I've never been to Florida. But no, I you mean, haven't. But you know, you know weather. I'm just saying, like, based on my own reasoning, sure. it should feel like that's Florida. You should feel that way. That's Please. how you should feel. Yes. It's not all bogs or whatever. But, I don't even you know. know what that is. I don't even know what a bog is. Okay. It was just funny because yeah. he, he called me Of all people, it. you don't know. He, he called me on it. And I was just I like, see. fine. Oh, right. <sighs> Choose so. your battles, man. Choose your battles. It was it was funny. Okay, so this is a really cool thing. I used to work with this person back uh, when I worked for 98 Rock. And there was a cluster of stations there. It was the, the Eagle, 98 Rock, and the, there was this jazz station. And I had quit after Daryl and I got married. I quit because we were spending all of our salary on daycare. Mm-hmm. So we actually made more money when I stopped working. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. And so, because we had three kids in daycare. But occasionally they would get really desperate and beg me to come and work for through events or certain busy times. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And so I would go. Anyway, before that and during that time, there was um, a couple of um, account executives that I just absolutely adored. And one of them was Stacy. And Stacy was, she's like this super bright, shiny, just a really great, person you know she was just so full of life all the time you know I just really loved her and you know time moves on people change jobs but you know because of Facebook we became friends again and it was really great she had a lot of life happen I've obviously had a lot of life happen but she reached out to me and she's like you're so funny she loves our show and she said I would love to meet up with you let's get together and just talk and she had also recently made some job changes because she's just a smidge older than I am but she's trying something new and brave and I think it's amazing for her you know she's taking some time off and whatever but she does have other plans and so I was like all right cool so the night before I told Daryl I said oh crap what if she's going to like try to sell me something? Like, what if that's her new endeavor? You know, I'm like, oh, damn it. Now I've got to sit through some kind of, you know, spiel. Some and pitch, I'm like, right. Oh, God, I was just like, please, no. And so ultimately, no, that did not happen. We sat down. We were having lunch. We were catching up. It was so great. We're having this super animated discussion about our lives and, you know, how and everything was funny. And we were just really hitting it off. And it was so great because I hadn't seen her in forever. And I don't know how often that happens for you, but that never happens with me. Hardly Mm -hmm. ever. Like I told you about the lunch I had with some high school friends. That was really super fun. But like nothing ever happened after that. You know what I mean? It was like this little mini window. Whereas Stacy and I are absolutely we're getting it together again and it was just it was a great connection so we're totally in our world 
talking and we're in this cafe and it's super busy because it's lunchtime. And all of a sudden, it seemed like out of nowhere, this very elderly gentleman with a large belly saddles up to the front of our table. At, we're in a booth and he walks right up to our table and he's kind of dusty looking and he goes, hey, and he looks at us, he goes, either of you have 200 pair of shoes and we both stop what we're we look at each other and we look at this gentleman and in behind him are three clearly children of his you know older people mm-hmm. who were maybe taking him out for lunch or something and they're kind of like smiling nervously like we don't know what he's doing right now like they're uncomfortable and we're like and Stacy goes I I do not have 200 pairs of shoes <laughs> and I'm like oh god and I turn and I go well I and then, of course, because I am I am me, I'm in my brain doing inventory at my house going, do I have 200 pairs of shoes? And I said, no, I don't think I have 200 pairs of shoes. He goes, well, you two better get on it and get a new man so you can have 200 pairs of shoes. And he was like serious as a heart attack. Wow. And we're like, uh, thank you. All right. And so and then he just meandered on off. And I turned to Stacey and I said, I just want to personally apologize. This kind of stuff happens to me everywhere I go. People feel comfortable to be weird around me in any situation whatsoever. It's just like when people walk up to you and think you work there. It happens to me all the time. Do you know where the cream is? (laughs) It happens to me all the time. And I said, are you sure you want to be a part of my world? Because this is going to happen regularly. It just does. What a weirdo. It was very weird. And what was even weirder is I had gone to get a green tea at the little coffee shop next door. And the gentleman that was there was this very tall, skeletal, thin man with a long white beard and long white hair. And I was like, okay, well, he was very strange and when i finally left he like knocked on the window and slowly waved goodbye to me and i said is there like going to be an earthquake or something like is there a storm brewing is it a full moon or what's happening here i i don't understand what's happening do i have something on my face like why are you people being weird around me right now it's odd that is strange just don't go eat in that area anymore. I don't know what's in the water over Just there, but it's something. some weirdness. Yeah. That's for sure. So I'm like, it wasn't my awkward moment, but it was an awkward moment. Very awkward. And that the thing is, is strange. someone had to witness what happens to me pretty regularly. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I come across like all the weirdos. I always do. Always. I don't know. We we must send out some kind of... Well, you told me that a long time ago that I send out some kind of beacon. It's like, hey, strange people, you can be normal around me. Yeah, you might have like like defective pheromones. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> what that it just, is. You know, send out a vibe to like all the freaks and geeks or something. Oh, God, I don't know. I honestly don't know. No, who that wins. woman just incited me to show my ball sack to her odd very very odd i don't know what to do about it but other than just accrue stories share them with you that's all you can do can i say that i won yes you win eight thousand points yay i finally win (laughs) you win for never knowing what florida feels like yay okay go ahead all right well let's wrap it up okay glad to be back thanks everybody for letting me have the the week off to uh not half a fever, according to my thermometer. <laughs> Your point uh, seven degree. My point seven degrees. But yes. um, 
Hopefully you enjoyed the time with Jimmy and Stephanie, and we hope to get Stephanie back on the show very soon. Mm -hmm. I know uh, I like it when she's here. I do too. She adds an extra little flair to our fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Please be sure to keep shopping our Amazon links. We always appreciate the extra little change that it adds to our show. Um, Helps out a little bit. And then also uh, our Avon links. We always appreciate that too. Uh, Keep up the good work, friends. And uh, other than that, I think that's a wrap. So we will look forward to you next week for another great show. Enjoy your summer. Hopefully uh, you friends back east are going to be warming up very soon so you can enjoy some sunshine as well. And the rest of you, you Floridans as well, (laughs) enjoy your swampy bog weather. (laughs) Weather. I stand corrected. Apparently. (laughs) Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.